Hello, my name is Jacob Schandel. I am the Webmaster and Media and Technology Committee Chair for Shepherd of the Valley. And you are listening to the Shepherd Cast, the weekly podcast from Shepherd of the Valley Lutheran Church in Sandyville, Ohio. Each week, we bring you our sermon in audio form, as well as our weekly Bible readings. We thank you for joining us for worship, as even though you may not have been able to join us on Sunday morning, we are glad to have you with us through this podcast. If you like what you hear, and if you are able, and you live in the Northeast Ohio area, we would like to invite you to come join us for worship on Sundays at 9.30 a.m. You can learn more about the worship experience at Shepherd Valley by visiting sotvchurch.com worship. This week on the Shepherd Cast, we will be bringing you our weekly Bible readings from Sunday morning, our sermon is delivered by the Reverend Scott J. Anderson, and a special performance by our church choir, which is under the direction of Susan Kashak. If you would like to know what the choir is performing this week, or you would like to see what our readings are, you can check out the show notes for this episode. Also, if you are following along in your Bible and our readings don't exactly match up with what your Bible says, we use the NRSV translation of the Bible. Now, without further ado, here's this week's Shepherd Cast. Oh, 
continue our service as we hear God's word. Good morning. Good morning. The first lesson is taken from Micah chapter 5, verses 2 through 5a. But you, O Bethlehem of Ephrathah, who are one of the little clans of Judah, from you shall come forth for me one who is to rule Israel, whose origin is from old, from ancient days. Therefore he shall give them up until the time when she who is in labor has brought forth. Then the rest of his kindred shall return to the people of Israel, and he shall stand and feed his flock in the strength of the Lord, in the majesty of the name of the Lord his God. And they shall live secure, for now he, has, he shall be great to the ends of the earth, and he shall be the one of peace. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Proclaims the greatness of the Lord. My spirit rejoices in God, my Savior, for he has looked with favor on his lonely servant. From this day, all generations will. Now that I've woken you up. 
The second lesson is taken from Hebrews, chapter 10, verses 5 through 10. Consequently, when Christ came into the world, he said, Sacrifices and offerings you have not desired, but a body you have prepared for me. In burnt offerings and sin offerings you have taken no pleasure. Then I see, see, God, I have come to do your will, O God. In the scroll of the book it is written of me. When he had said above, you have neither desired nor taken pleasure in sacrifices and offerings and burnt offerings and sin offerings. These are offered according to the law. Then he added, see, I have come to do your will. He abolishes the first in order to establish the second. And it is by God's will that we have been sanctified through the offering of the body of Jesus Christ once and for all. The word of the Lord. Thanks be God. The Holy Gospel according to St. Luke, the first chapter beginning at the 35th verse. Glory, Glory to you, O Lord. The angel said to Mary, the Holy Spirit will come upon you, and the power of the Most High will overshadow you. Therefore, the child to be born will be holy. He will be called Son of God. And now your relative Elizabeth in her old age has also conceived a son. And this is the sixth month for her who is said to be barren. For nothing will be impossible with God. Then Mary said, Here am I, the servant of the Lord. Let it be with me according to your word. Then the angel departed from her. In those days, Mary set out and went with haste to a Judean town in the hill country where she entered the house of Zechariah and greeted Elizabeth. When Elizabeth heard Mary's greeting, the child leaped in her womb. And Elizabeth was filled with the Holy Spirit and exclaimed with a loud cry, Blessed are you among women, and blessed is the fruit of your womb. And why has this happened to me that the mother of my Lord comes to me? For as soon as I heard the sound of your greeting, the child in my womb leaped for joy. And blessed is she who believed that there would be a fulfillment of what was spoken to her by the Lord. The Gospel of our Lord. Praise to you, O Christ. And let us pray. Gracious God, we love you, we praise you, we give you thanks. Help us to remember that nothing is impossible for you. That we may live our lives with open hearts and open minds to your grace, to your love, to your will. Help us, we pray, that we may respond like Mary to be open to what you proclaim to us. We ask that you send your Holy Spirit upon me that I may preach your word truthfully and faithfully 
And this we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. For nothing will be impossible for God. These words spoken by Gabriel to Mary also give us hope in facing difficult and challenging times. They are a reminder that God is in control, not us. They are a reminder that God has our six in any situation we may face. This reminder is based on biblical witness. For nothing will be impossible for God. Gabriel announces to Mary that she will have the honor to give birth to Jesus, the Son of the Most High, the Son of God. These are the same words spoken by the angel to Abraham and Sarah when they were told in their old age that they will have a son. These are words of hopeful trust based on the grace and power of God. So here is the grace that God will do the impossible through the most unlikely prospects. God's power is revealed through an elderly, previously childless couple and a young unmarried girl. Elizabeth and Mary will have sons because God is able to do such miracles. It is during this time of waiting in Advent, very similar to the time of pregnancy. It's a time simultaneously of hope, of uncertainty, of fear, of joy. Mary's response is a faithful and a humble obedience to God. Here I am, the servant of the Lord. Let it be with me according to your word. Mary's response is one of servanthood. She has the willingness to do whatever God asks of her. Mary lives in the faith of that proclamation given to her, that nothing is impossible with God. This is the attitude of servanthood that we should try to follow to trust in God who makes all things possible, who makes all things new. This is the attitude that recurs time and time again. This attitude is reflected in the words of Joshua. As for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. This is Paul's attitude as well. In introducing himself to the Romans in his epistle, Paul described himself first as a servant, then as an apostle, called to be set apart for the gospel of God. Mary's response, here I am, the servant of the Lord, let it be with me according to your word, opens the heart that Anything is possible for God. 
This response to serve God opens up our hearts to trust God. This response to serve God helps us to understand that it is God who acts. It is God's work that allows our hands to move in loving response to divine will. Once our hearts are open, we then can be open to God's will. We can be open to let it be with me according to your word. Our hearts are then open to the words that we truly pray and mean in the Lord's prayer. Thy will be done. And it is the way that we end every prayer. Amen. That is, let it be. This openness to the divine will, the divine love, the divine grace allows us to sing along with Mary, her song that is titled The Magnificat. Mary's song of praise begins with servant words. My soul magnifies the Lord and my spirit rejoices in God my Savior. Like a magnifying glass that helps us to see an object better, so it is with Mary. We look through her, her willingness to faith, to believe, that we then see our Lord better. We are called to do the same thing. We are reminded of the calling given to us through the baptismal candle that we received. Those words from Matthew. Let your light so shine before others that they may see your good works and give glory to the Father in heaven. It is looking through Mary, we can see God better. Mary's song acknowledges that it is God who acts, who has done great things. And again, this is a wonderful reminder for us to remember past blessings, to remember past thanksgivings in our lives. Mary's song praises God for reversing the fortunes of those who need such reversal. God has looked upon with favor on the lowliness of his servant. God has filled the hungry with good things. Throughout the Gospel of Luke, God indeed has acted for the brokenhearted. Again, when we stop and think about what the angel proclaimed, Mary's Magnificat sings that nothing will be impossible for God. Again, here are words of hope and comfort in Mary's response to what God has done for her. But this too will have its share of consequences. Think about what she is going to have to, faith, to live with based upon this faith. Joseph will want a divorce. The community will gossip. There will be demands for her either to be killed 
or to live life as an outcast. Indeed, the night will be cloudy and dark for her. And we may feel the same thing when we try to follow God. There will be times of doubt and sorrow. There will be times when things will just simply not go our way. As one of the songs in Godspell so puts it, we may think that Job has it better than us. But no matter how cloudy and dark our skies are, there is a growing light. The candles on our Advent wreath remind us because they shine brighter than it has ever since the beginning of our Advent season. Four candles are lit, and so our hearts are called to shine brighter because God is here in all times and in all places. We are comforted because the coming is near of the one true light of the world, Jesus Christ. We will be reminded once again on Christmas Eve Eve that there is an eternal light that never goes out. Jesus is the light that shines in the darkness and the darkness cannot overcome it. On this last Sunday of Advent, let our response to God's grace be the same as Mary's. Let us live in humble obedience to the God who makes all things possible. Let us trust God to pray honestly, thy will be done. Let our hands be a means of God's grace to others and make a difference in someone else's life. Then today, let us live and say along with Mary, Here am I, the servant of the Lord. Let it be with me. You have just heard a very special sermon from Shepherd of the Valley Lutheran Church. We thank you for listening to the Shepherd Cast this week. If you like what you heard, and you are able and you live in the Northeast Ohio area, we would like to invite you to join us for worship on Sundays. Our services are Sunday mornings at 9.30 a.m. You can learn more about the worship environment at our church by visiting sotvchurch.com slash worship. While you are there, you will also see the precautions which we are taking on account of the COVID-19 pandemic in order to worship safely. As I say every week, we are a church in service. If you wish to support this podcast, we hope you will support us by supporting our church's ministry. For more information on how you can do that, please visit sotvchurch.com support. Of course, you can keep up with us online at our church website, sotvchurch.com, and you can follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at sotvsandyville. We'll be back next week with another episode of the ShepherdCast, so please tune in then. Until then, we thank you for listening, and God bless.